Welcome to RBC's Markets in Motion podcast, recorded April 30th, 2021. I'm Lori Calvacina, Head of U.S. Equity Strategy at RBC Capital Markets. Please listen to the end of this podcast for important disclaimers. This week in the podcast, we discuss where we are in the earnings cycle and what it means for stock prices going forward. The big thing you need to know, while 2021 S&P 500 EPS is tracking better than expected, we think expectations for decelerating earnings growth in the back half of the year are a problem for the stock market and help make the case for a short-term pullback or volatility in stocks in the months ahead. If you'd like to hear more, here's another three minutes. While you're waiting, a quick reminder that you can subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Spotify, and other major providers. If you like the podcast, please rate and review it to help other listeners find the show. Now the details. Key point number one. Results have been great so far in 1Q reporting season, but that hasn't been driving stock market performance, which has been pretty flat since mid-April. U.S. equity investors are knee-deep in 1Q reporting season, which is currently in the middle of its busiest two weeks. But we found that the investors in our meetings over the past few weeks have been less preoccupied with the strong beat rates that have been seen so far, which, to be fair, have been seen for quite a few quarters already. They've been more concerned with what lies ahead. On this topic, we've been spending a lot of time highlighting to investors how the rate of upward EPS estimate revisions in the S&P 500 has actually started to slow, falling from 71% in December to 67% in late April. This kind of deceleration usually dampens 12-month forward stock market returns, as it tends to signal that the best part of the earnings story is already behind us, and that earnings sentiment is starting to wane. One issue in particular that investors have been very focused on is margins, where the S&P 500 is currently being pulled and pushed by a number of powerful tailwinds and headwinds. Strong operating leverage coming out of the pandemic, declines in COVID-related costs, the powerful move higher in the rate of change of GDP, and pricing power are all positives for margins at the moment, while supply chains, higher input prices, rising wages, and the dollar are all current or looming headwinds. Key point number two. We think one of the biggest problems for the stock market at the moment on the earnings front is that the rate of change in EPS growth appears to be peaking right now in calendar 2Q. As of late April, expected S&P 500 EPS growth was tracking at 53% based on the bottom-up sell-side consensus for individual companies, with rates of change much lower than that expected in the second half, 20% for 3Q and 15% for 4Q. This trajectory is a problem for the stock market because over the past three cycles, stocks fell modestly in the six-month period that followed an early cycle peak in the rate of change of S&P 500 EPS growth. While this isn't a great data point for the bulls, it's also not a great one for the bears, as stocks do still tend to be higher 12 months after such a peak in earnings growth occurs. As a result, we see peaking earnings growth as supporting the case for a short-term pullback in the broader market in the back half of 2021 or heightened volatility, but not a derailment of the young bull market itself. Wrapping up with key point number three. Peaking earnings growth is just one of several things that makes the case for a short-term pullback or heightened volatility in stocks in the months ahead. We continue to see extremely euphoric readings on our positioning indicators. 
On the institutional side, U.S. equity futures positioning among asset managers, as tracked by CFTC, has returned to levels close to post-pandemic peaks, which are well above most pre-pandemic peaks recently. On the individual investor side, net bullishness on the AAII survey recently returned to plus 30%, which has historically been a trouble spot for the market. Equity stakes in U.S. households have also returned to tech bubble highs, suggesting that positioning in households generally has been stretched. And finally, bottom-up valuations are also back to tech bubble highs. Let us not forget that a pullback is typical midway through recession recovery trades in the stock market. Investors shouldn't panic if we get a pullback, but do need to be mentally prepared for the possibility. That's all for now. Thanks for listening, and be sure to reach out to your RBC representative with any questions. This content is based on information available at the time it was recorded and is for informational purposes only. It is not an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation, and no recommendations are implied. It is outside the scope of this communication to consider whether it is suitable for you and your financial objectives.